doing? How are we living, people? Austin Cunningham and Justin Trees to break down or preview week eight of the NFL season. I guess I'm just going to slip up here at the beginning, Trees. Just accept it. It's nuts, though, that we're eight weeks into the NFL season. The trade deadline is this next upcoming Tuesday. So is Deshaun Watson going to be moved? Is he going to stay? Is there already a trade in place in Miami? We'll be getting into that. And like I said, all the spreads here this next week and any fantasy advice that Trees has to offer, hopefully he will because I have questions and I need help, and I'm sure you guys do as well. But Trees, how you doing, man, and how are you feeling? Yeah, man, feeling good, feeling good. Um, I did realize that the trade week um which also goes shit we didn't do our trade episode that we always do um so yikes mm. on our part um <laughs> maybe maybe i'll drop something on monday or something maybe maybe i'll just do like a document and just fucking just post it on twitter man there you go like before the trade deadline but i kind of want to do it before we'll make a because, cute graphic yeah yeah it's just hard when you, when we usually try to do 32 teams but um yeah we'll figure it out we'll figure it out but yeah man um Super excited for week eight. I strangely in this sick, perverted way missed watching the Jaguars play football last week. Um, I, I just did. I missed watching Trevor Lawrence throw the football. So um, I'm super excited for Sunday in this weird way. And they have an afternoon game, which they like, usually only have like one of those a year. So it's actually kind of exciting to like watch football in the morning, watch all those games, and then know that your team still plays in the afternoon. Um, that's obviously exciting as well. So, Oh, you mean like a, like a four or what is that? That's a two o'clock game for you. That's two o'clock. Yep. Yeah, for me. Yep. Yep. Here in yeah. the Midwest, we call them the three, the three o'clock games. Yeah. And I just call them the so. afternoon games. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because well, I mean, the afternoon are starting at noon. So those are, yeah, already mine doesn't. Mine's 11 a.m. Mine's still morning time. You know, that's just now, we've been doing this, what, three years now? That's just yeah. now clicking for me. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking uh, of morning time, let, let's just get into this too. So do me a favor. Yeah. Never fucking call me again at 3 a.m. Would appreciate it. It, it wasn't, it wasn't 3 a.m. for you. It was 2.40 a.m. I was literally I was literally up getting my kid a bottle because like, that's like literally like the same time he wakes up every day. And I'm like, why the fuck are these guys calling me? And I just ignored the call. Um, you sure did. I did. But I mean, you can't get mad. I literally text you guys the next morning and neither of you guys responded. <laughs> Let me see. Let me Yikes. See. Yeah, you didn't. You did it. Um, so... One, I actually, I actually really, really regret not answering, or I guess tech, I didn't have my phone on me. I looked at my phone when I got back to bed and saw I had a missed call for like two minutes earlier. I wish I would have called you guys back. That's what I'm getting at. I'm a, I'm a little upset with my decision, but also it was two 30 in the morning and I, you really didn't text me. Yes, I did. You know, nope. the last message I got from you aside from yesterday was turn your camera off from our last episode. Oh, really? So you, so you shouldn't check the text message between me, you, and Mello then? <laughs> oh, there's a, there, was a, <laughs> there was a group chat. Was, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, sure. Yep, sure enough. Eyeballs. Make it through the night. Uh, yeah. We did. Yep. What are you talking about? I responded. <laughs> Might have overlooked that one on the recovery phase of that same day. Yeah. I, was oh, was that. I 
was I bitter? <laughs> yeah. Was I bitter when I saw you guys just like t- posting on Instagram and and Twitter the rest of that day, knowing that you guys didn't respond to my text? Maybe a little bit. I was a little that's, bitter. Oh, that's oh, tough. Here's, oh, here's Mellow. <laughs> Mellow. Yeah. There we go. Love it. Love it. Oh, you love, love it. it. So, all right, let's just dive into this bad boy. Um, I'm. <laughs> I'm super, dude. I'm super excited for tonight's game. The Packers at Cardinals. I know, like, it feels like everybody and their dogs are out of this game. <laughs> like, I, it really feels like everybody's missing. I'm still excited for this game. Um, obviously, JJ Watt out. Turns out he broke everything. Um, <laughs> that whole uh, right shoulder gone, obliterated. Bicep, everything. Like, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Uh, is it ironic that he got hurt against the Texans? Like, it just, it's just full circle. Like, there you go. Time is a flat circle for sure. It, re- it really is. Um, and then no Devontae Adams, no uh, Alan Lazard for the Packers, no MVS for the Packers. Like, but I mean, there's all these stats about how good Aaron Rodgers actually is without Devontae Adams as well. Um, I'm going to just say it. I'm taking the Packers um, at minus or at plus six and a half. I know they're on the road. I just, I think this Green Bay team is playing such good football right now. Like everybody's just ignoring them as they're, you know, whatever, six and one, just doing their thing. Everybody, everybody keeps going back to, well, look how bad they looked at week one. Like yeah, it was two months ago, people like I give me green Bay to cover this game. I don't know if they win the game, um, but they for sure are covering this game. I love how we think alike here because I thought I might be on my own at taking green Bay here because of, you know, Devontae Adams not playing and, you know, MVS being on uh, the injury report or, yeah, the injury reserve, excuse me. And then Alan Lazard being out as well. I was like, man, who's he going to throw to? Robert Tunney's going to have a massive game. You want fantasy tips? There it is. Go pick up Robert Tunney if you haven't yet. I know it's going to be and it's going to be late information. If so if you got him, awesome. Hope it worked out for you because I'm on that same bandwagon. I'm on the same train hoping that old Tunney just leads us to a victory this week. But I'm taking the Packers as well to cover. I think the six and a half is just too much. I, and I think the Packers, like you said, Trace, are just rolling right now. So it's hard to not take them or believe in them. And I feel like with Arizona, we're still waiting for them to just kind of fall off. It's like we're not believers in the Arizona Cardinals right now. And it's kind of understandable of what we've seen from Kyler the last two years where it's up, 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 up. And then he just can't stay consistent. Maybe this year he just keeps climbing because he has looked really good. AJ Green's looked good. You add Zach Ertz. That's awesome. D hop is unstoppable. So I think this is going to be a fun game. It's going to be an excited one, an exciting one, and I'm excited to watch it. So I am going to take Green Bay as well. Like you said, Trees, I'll join you there. But next up, oh, never mind. He's got something to say. Did you see, did you happen to see my tweet a couple of days ago? I was, I was trying to prep for a Trisivia, um, went down a rabbit hole of other weird stats and <laughs> didn't get one. But if I told you right now, we're heading into week eight and I'm like, Hey, Austin, I know we both were pretty high on the Cardinals. Wait, did you have the Cardinals going to the playoffs this year? Looking through our, sh- you did not, you did not. I did. No. Um, but um, <laughs> you did not. I did, Fuck <laughs> <laughs> but no, I didn't mean that. But I was gonna say we both did, but then I would have been a liar. Yeah. Um, but if I would have told you that Kyler Murray had not had over 40 rushing yards in a game, and DeAndre Hopkins had not had over 90 receiving yards in a game, and we're seven weeks in, what do you think their record would be? 
I'd say they're probably losing a lot of games, honestly. I would, yeah, I would literally say they'd have two or three wins. Maybe. So DeAndre Hopkins doesn't have a hundred yard receiving game yet this year. No, his most is like eighty six yards in a game or something. And like that. Kyler hasn't been running. I, I've been aware of that so far this year of him not running, but I didn't realize that with D Hop. I did start wondering it last week because I was like, man, we've been seeing AJ Green pop off. You know, uh, is it Elijah? It's not Elijah Moore. It's Rondell Moore. Um, yep. He had a big game a couple weeks ago. Like Zach Ertz comes in last week and has a massive game for him as well. And I know Chase Edmonds has been popping off this year too. But yeah, we haven't really seen like D-Hop have that explosive game. I mean, we say that and he probably will tonight, yesterday he for has, everyone he listening. Has touchdowns, right? Like he, he has these games where he has two touchdowns. So like fantasy wise, you're like, yeah, he's still doing fantastic and he is, but he's literally not getting the yards that he yeah, I mean, he's averaging like 68 receiving yards a game or something like that. And that's crazy thinking about that with D Hop. Yeah. Anyways, so sorry, we can move no, on. No, you're good. Game, but, it, uh, but I mean, I it's that working for him, though. That is, it's very it is. interesting. It is, right? And I was going to say, like, they should change that, but I'm like, why? They're undefeated. It's kind of like the, it is very much like when we'll kind of get into this game later, but the Cowboys, a lot of people are like, man, like Amari Cooper's not doing anything. And CeeDee Lamb's had some huge games, but he's been quiet some games. And then it's just like, and early in the year, it was like, is Zeke done? Like, is it a Pollard show now where it's just like, or maybe they just have so many weapons that their coaching staff's doing a good job of like, picking and choosing the weaknesses of defenses and sure they might be a little inconsistent fantasy wise, but there's a reason why they're, you know, five and one. Yep. So, I mean, you're exactly right on that. And this next matchup here, the Panthers versus the Falcons, Carolina's traveling to Atlanta where the Falcons are favored by three. I want to take the Panthers here, but like, man, it's tough with the way they've been playing lately. Like I just, I don't know if I can trust them. Kyle Pitts has been balling out. Um, I do have a question for you though. Is Stefan Gilmore playing this week, Trace? Do you know? I've not heard anything. Um, okay, I hadn't either, but I just I wasn't sure. Yeah, I think I'm going to be silly. I'm going to take the Panthers here, but I don't feel confident in it at all. And I mean, the main worry is just because Matt Ryan and Kyle Pitts have kind of got things working and rolling there for the Falcons. It's just the Falcons defense that I'm still kind of worried about, if I'm being honest. And that's kind of where I think like Sam Darnold got benched last week. Maybe this is like a redemption week of like maybe you shouldn't start. Like I should be the starter. I'm still the guy. But I mean, we'll see. I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird scenario right there in old Carolina with the Panthers. Yeah, um, I can't take the Panthers. I mean, they they'll prove me wrong like eventually here, but I can't take them until they like start looking better. And honestly, it might not be until CMC is back. Like the team yeah. might just like roll with the way CMC does. Even though Hubbard's been very good, honestly, it's mm-hmm. he's just no CMC. Um, so I'm taking Atlanta. I actually love the way they're coaching this team, especially offensively. They've gotten Pitts involved. That dude's playing only playing like 22 percent in line, and then the other you know, 78% of his routes are either in the slot or are outside wide receiver, which is just mm-hmm. so smart to play him. Um, them not playing the corpse of Mike Davis anymore and just growing with Cap, uh, Cordell Patterson is huge. Um, they're getting- Which is crazy that he can just play anywhere and everywhere, like efficiently. And he's playing well. Like he's yeah. playing super, super well. And then they're getting uh, Hayden Hurts involved. Like they're doing good. And I mean, Calvin Ridley's not had a good year. I think he's going to, I think he's going to bounce back. I mean, it's just a matter of time before a dude that's getting 10 targets a game just starts to pop off, you know, like yep. it, it's going to happen. It just hasn't yet. So yeah, give me Atlanta on this one. I just, I mean, Carolina's looked bad. Um, I mean, Broncos Cowboys broke the Panthers when the Panthers were three and zero, and they and then they just, then they went into Dallas and 
Dallas just it was that third quarter. Yeah, that third yeah. quarter, Dallas had like back to back drives on interceptions and then pretty much kind of let them get back in the game and then finished them off. And I was just like, well, we don't know how to handle this loss. So we're <laughs> yeah. embarrassed is pretty much yep. what that looked like. So uh, let's get into this. Sorry, oh, I'm for sure making a meme of what you just said there because out of context. Yeah, he just they just finished him off and I just didn't know what to do. Like that's um that's a out of context moment right there. 100 percent. <laughs> I find myself in a lot of those situations. There's another one. Next up, though, the Los Angeles Rams traveling to Houston to face the Texans. Where the buff or excuse me, where the Rams are favored by 14 and a half. Am I on the right game? Yeah. The Rams are traveling to Houston to face but you the said Texans. Las, but you said Las Vegas at some point. I meant Los Angeles. Yeah, I think you said Las Vegas. There's just like, a lot wait, of loss. You know what I mean? There's yeah, a lot of loss totally. happening here if you're yeah. the Houston Texans. That's where I think I got confused. There but the go. Rams are facing the Texans. The Rams are favored by 14 and a half, and I'm taking it. These Texans stink. And the fact that you just traded away Melvin, or excuse me, Ingram, Mark Ingram, my God, I'm just, it's been a tough day, Trees. It hasn't, but it has. It's raining outside. I just want to nap. I can't. I'm tired. Life is good. Let's keep rolling. Ingram traded to New Orleans. I like that. I know we'll talk about that here in a little bit when we get to that game um, later on for the Saints versus the Bucks, because that's going to be a fun matchup to discuss. But I'm taking the Rams. They look great. Stafford's playing an MVP level. I love the way this team is playing. Cooper Cup. Bobby Trees, it's been exceptional. I'm loving it. And the Texans, you're straight garbage right now. Just trade Deshaun Watson. It doesn't matter what you get in return because you're going to fuck it up anyways. Yeah, um, I'm not going to lie. Last week, I was such a hardcore Detroit Lions fan just because I took them in the spread. I was just like, yes, keep fucking doing fake punts. Yeah, yeah, get the kickers off the field. What the fuck are they doing there? Like, I was all in on Detroit last week. Yeah. Um, and I love the way Kiefer explained Dan Campbell. It was like you, he is coaching like you wouldn't Madden or like, you know, a guy who has a complete year to do whatever he wants. That's such a solid point. I'm like, he is coaching the way all of us would in Madden and how any coach should like, it makes it fun to watch the lines, even when they're losing because they've had some heartbreaking losses this year. Another one last week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for this one though, <clears throat> I am going to take the Rams as well at 14 and a half. Um, I think that they finally get over that kind of that hump of winning this a huge spread that they've been having. Uh, the big thing is, is what happens to Brandon cooks. Um, Brandon cooks could easily get traded as well. He, he had the tweet yesterday, super upset about uh, the Mark Ingram trade. So, and Brandon cooks had a good year. So it'll be interesting to see that the only hesitation I have of taking the Rams is actually because uh to rod taylor's back and so i mean they the texans just looked better the first few weeks with taylor at quarterback given i want to see it for one week before i start taking um texas just start covering huge spreads so yeah give me the rams there uh moving on we have the dolphins at the bills at 13 and a half for the bills uh bills coming off of a bye dolphins i mean they're losing games, but she was looking good though, which, yeah. but yet he might get traded. Like it's like, it just feels like the dolphins are just kind of falling apart here. Um, which is so weird. Cause if we were a year ago, we were talking about like how good this up and coming team is. So it's super strange. Um, 13 and a half. I mean, it's tough, but the dolphins have just been so brutal defensively the last month. Um, 
I'm going to take Buffalo, and I think it's going to be because they're bitter about that lot, their last game, which was a loss on Monday night against the Titans. I'm right there with you. I know it's 13 and a half, and it seems like a lot, but the Dolphins, it just nothing is going in their favor. And it's just weird. Like you said, like looking at how this team played last year, defensively, especially the, the, the fact that they were able to get after the quarterback, they were able to force turnovers, create turnovers, and then score off of that and put their offense in, in really good field position. And I know you have Fitzpatrick at quarterback and it's a little different, but even when Tua was coming in last year, there were still some flashes of, you know, I want to, I almost say greatness, but I don't want to, I don't want to be like great. It's just, it was good flashes of like, okay, Hey, maybe this guy can, you know, handle a Maybe he can be good here. And this year it's just, he's playing decent, but there's just no other help. And it's kind of frustrating to see it because there was hope for the Dolphins team and it's just been completely wiped away. But Buffalo, I think that's a great point. They're going to be pissed off coming off that last loss. It was a close game. You barely lost it. Go handle business here and just bury the Dolphins and get them out of town because they stink right now. Next up, though, the San Francisco 49ers traveling to Chicago to face the Bears, where the 49ers are actually favored by three and a half. I don't know who to take here because I don't know who's playing quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. And the offensive line for the Bears is so bad. It's just awful. But the defensive line for the 49ers is also just beat up. So it's like which quarterback makes more plays. And if it's Trey Lance versus Justin Fields, I want to take the 49ers. But if it's Jimmy Garoppolo versus the Bears, I want to take the Bears because that Bears defense is going to get to Garoppolo because he doesn't have a strong arm and he's not going to be able to get away from them as the Russian. It's just it's not going to happen. So quit asking. But honestly, though, I think I'm just going to take the Bears here. It's different. I This is another one of those games where I really don't feel comfortable in doing it. But with I look at the 49ers, and I just feel like it's such a distraction and confusion from the team, from the outside looking in, inside looking out of who the fuck is our quarterback. Like, if they don't know, how are we supposed to know? And if Kyle Shanahan's just, I don't know, stringing everybody along with, like, this guessing game, it's not fun. So I'm taking Chicago here. I think that's too much of a distraction and confusion for the 49ers moving forward. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take San Francisco here. Um, I mean, the Bears have looked bad. I mean, Nagy not being there because of COVID, like, honestly, is probably in the favor of the Bears. Um, and But Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack is out, and I think that's a big loss for the Bears. Um, I think that the Niners are going to be able to run the ball pretty well against them. And, yeah, I just – I mean – I think that Shanahan's going to finally figure this out. He's been very bad on play calling this year, which is so unlike him. Um, I think that he finally just like gets back to what he does best and starts calling some good plays. So um, I'm going to take San Francisco, but I'm like you, like how you said, I don't feel comfortable with Chicago. I don't feel comfortable with San Francisco, but yeah. uh, I'm going to do it just because I don't even know why. Honestly, I don't have a reasoning. A couple of weeks ago, I said I was going to take the bears and I had no reason to do it. And I was end up being right on that. This is kind of this one as well. Like just no reason, just gut, just pure yeah. gut there. So um, let's move on to the Steelers at the Browns and the Browns are three and a half point favorites. Um, lots of news coming out of Cleveland, obviously with Baker Mayfield. Is he going to play? Is he not? It looks like he's been practicing. Um, he practiced today, which is Wednesday or sorry, Thursday. He practiced Thursday he was the only one in pads. The rest of the team wasn't, but I think it was him getting comfortable with the extra padding on his shoulder pads and stuff like that, like on underneath, like making mm-hmm. sure he could throw it, making sure he could hand it off. So honestly, really smart 
thing by them. Um, and then there's the OBJ thing. He's getting hurt every time he falls. He has a hurt shoulder. Um, is he even a Brown next time we talk on this episode? I think he is just because I think the Browns are just like, like we're not going to get anything. Of, I mean, are they truly going to get anything of value for him during the season? Like when it's all said and done, you're probably getting realistically like a mid round draft pick. Like, I was we're say, talking like, like a third rounder. I don't even think that honestly, really? I mean, that would make sense. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't done. He has two 100 yard games since he's been a Brown. He became a Brown when we started this podcast. You're right. Holy shit. Yeah. So and like, man, the way like the trajectory of his career too was just straight up, and it has just gone mm-hmm. just down the toilet. Yeah, like legit. That's I pun think for the ha 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 ha. I legit think like six rounder, maybe two six rounders. What? No way. You have to get like his name is gonna bring more than that. Like his name's what? a brand at this point. What about why wouldn't you say that about Steph Stefan Gilmore, who literally won defensive player of the year? No, that's fair. Damn. Like it's just it's that. weird though, because like I feel like talking about OBJ, and I saw someone tweet this the other day, so it's not my own opinion, but it's just it stuck with me since I've seen it. Is the way we look at OBJ is still we're still viewing him from like what he did four years ago. And it's not the player who he is today. Like we yeah. say OBJ and we're like, oh my God, he's so good. And when you really look at it, he's not. Like he hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything. I, I think he is better, which is weird because I'm such a like a you are what your stats show, you are what your record is type of guy. But like I actually kind of do believe he is better than like what he's showing. I, I really believe it's just like a chemistry between him and Baker that just isn't there and just don't know if it's ever gonna get there. But name a team. I don't know. Ooh, that is tough. I mean, are we talking, I guess, let me ask the question. Are we talking like if they had to trade him during the season this year, or are we talking next off season? No, right now. Right now. Um, yep. I'm going to say trade him they, before Tuesday. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going through NFC teams because I think that they would want to keep him out of the AFC. Um, I mean, doesn't matter though at this point. Like it doesn't, but teams do that type of stuff. It, it's this yeah. weird. It's this weird thing. Um, what about? I mean, if you're doing that, is it San um, Francisco? Is it the? You're no, not going to take him back to the Giants. Not going to take him back to the Giants. Um, can't be wash. I I was thinking Washington, but they signed Curtis Samuel. He's just been hurt, so they're not going to do it. Lions just does, doesn't seem his type. Um, Philly, New Orleans, go back to Louisiana, LSU kid. Yeah, I thought about that, but I mean, he's even in a worse quarterback situation. But I don't know. He might thrive with Michael Thomas being on the other side whenever he fucking comes back. Whenever he comes back, but I mean, I yeah, I don't know, man. Like it, it really is hard to like pinpoint a place. Like he very, and I'm trying to think of like examples of other players that like you're just like they kind of just start ending up in like these random places that you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, that's weird that you ended. I mean, almost in a sense, like given, I don't know, I can't say that. I was gonna say Le'Veon Bell, but. I mean, I guess kind of like Le'Veon Bell. I yeah, mean, I mean, Chiefs, really. Right. And I know he went to the Jets, but that was just because of money, like more than anything. Like, yeah. I don't know, like that type of stuff. Like it's, it's strange. Watch him end up on like Atlanta. 
and I, I don't know why. I mean, can Atlanta even afford it right now? Because he's still getting paid a ton of money, right? Yeah, a ton. That's why I say that's why I'm saying like six rounder. Like, it's more of like take the salary off of our books. Like he's yeah. gonna pay like I think it's like sixteen million dollars. I think it's more than that, honestly. I I could be wrong. He's in the I, middle I really, of it. Yeah, I could be wrong. Um, keep talking here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up right now. Yeah, I mean, it is interesting to see. That's definitely gonna be a storyline to follow here the next couple of days. But the Browns are favored by three and a half with Pittsburgh coming to visit. I'm taking Cleveland here. The, my only concern is just how does everyone look? I mean, what is is Chubb coming back? Are your tackles playing? How's the defense going to be looking? Um, receiving wise, like does OBJ make a difference? It's just the the Browns are so beat up, but I still think they find a way to do it because this offense for the Steelers is not good because of Big Ben, and the offensive line is not very good either. And when you got Miles Garrett, Jadeveon Clowney coming at you, play after play. It's going to be hard to get away from that an entire game. And we've seen Big Ben make mistakes, stupid throws, stupid decisions. He should have retired two years ago and left on a high note, no matter how the season ended for the team. That was when he was at a good part of his career. And now we have to watch the demise of Big Ben. And it's really tough to watch. And it stinks because the Steelers are going to be having a very high draft pick now because of it. So I'm taking the Browns again, favored by three and a half to win this football game. Um, and yeah, he is making 14 and a half base salary this Ooh. year, 13.7 each of the next two years. It looks like his dead cap hit like literally goes away after this year though. So that's another reason of yeah. why they trade. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, whoops, I just changed our document the wrong way. Um, I'm also going to take Cleveland. I think that, I think that Chubb comes back. I think obviously Baker's back. It sounds like at least one of their two tackles are going to be back. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it is hard with the Steelers, like coming off of a buy, you kind of like that. Um, but I just, again, I just don't think the Steelers are that good of a team and yeah. Um, this is a big Najee Harris game for DFS players, like yeah. get him in every lineup. Cause they're like you said, those, those DNs are going to be coming quick. Um, just dump it off big Ben. So, um, I see <laughs> Najee Harris having a big, big game there. So yeah. Give me Cleveland there. Uh, next game, Eagles at Lions and Philadelphia's three and a half point favorites. Um, Dan and I kind of talked about this game quite a bit last episode, and he he's actually taking the Lions. Mm-hmm. And I I see all of, all of his points. Like I really do. Part of me still wants to take the. I'm not going to though. I'm going to take Detroit. I'm going to take Detroit to cover. Hey, this look at us. I'm doing it too. Look at the tree. Hell yeah. Hell uh, yeah. We're all taking Detroit. I just think they've had too many close games and too many tough losses and you hate to see it. And this is the week they finally do. You like literally cut off there for a second. Um, I, I muted myself you're, to cough. Cause you're coughing. Yeah. Yep. So sorry about that. Like random three seconds of <laughs> pure silence, but Hey, there you go. Love it. Um, so your phone um, is still working. The volume yeah, is up. That was it us. Is. Not- yeah. You, you all looked at it. Like, did it pause? Did it break? <laughs> yeah. It, it's still working. You're fine. Um, <clears throat> okay. Both taking Detroit. Um, Miles Sanders out. Um, Eagles play calling has just been bad. I think is why I'm actually taking this. Like it started out, like at the start of the season, I kind of liked the way they were playing. Um, I think we even talked about it on this episode uh, or on this podcast, I should say. Um, but yeah, it's just looked bad recently. So yeah, both taking Detroit there. Moving on, we got the Titans at the Colts. 
It was even when I checked it yesterday when I filled out this document last night. Let me hurry and see if that's changed. Actually, the Colts are one and a half point favorites now. So let me change that. We're going to make this Colts one and a half. Um, Don't know if that changes what you're going to do at all, but um, how can you not take Tennessee with the way that they're playing? That's that's my answer. Yeah, that'd be silly. I'm surprised that I don't understand how the Colts are favored at all in this game, to be honest, but I am taking Tennessee. I watched in person what they did to my Kansas City Chiefs, and it was uh, pretty tough. Pretty, pretty tough. Pretty tough, yeah. Um, I'm never the guy to bring it up to you because, like, my team sucks. Like, what what the fuck am I going to say? But, like, your team's not very good. No, they're not. They're really not. Um, The offense here – they're not playing good. That's the thing. They're playing. They're not playing like they're a good football team. I still think the talent level is there. I still think they can be a good football team, but right now they are not playing like it. Like they are playing awful. They continue to shoot. They are playing like the the Oakland Raiders. Wow. I know they're the Las Vegas Raiders right now, but the Kansas City Chiefs right now are playing like the Oakland Raiders. They're turning the ball over. Anytime something seems to be going their way, they shoot themselves in the foot, and they can't stop anybody defensively. Teams are just marching down the field with them with absolute will, passing the ball, running the ball. It doesn't matter. And just when you think the offense is getting things rolling, there's a mistake. And you're just looking there like, why? What's going on? That's what the Chiefs are right now. The Chiefs right now are the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, um, that game played out actually exactly like I described it to you last week, where I was like, I'm afraid that like Derek Henry is going to just be like on the field forever, running down this team's throat. Patrick Mahomes is going to get the ball. He's going to force something, and then it's going to cause like a downhill. Not not to be that guy, but I'm, I'm sorry. It, it literally played out exactly the way I thought it was going to. Yeah, not to tell you I told you so, but I, but, I, but I, I told you so. so. Yeah, but. That's the third. You're the third person I've heard that from. Yeah, sorry about that. For that game, it's fine. Just third time's a charm. It's third time's a charm. But like, really though, like, it's not like they're just getting flat out out coached. Like, I don't think a lot of people like want to admit that just because everybody loves Andy Reid and Bienemy and that offensive coach. But like, they're just getting flat out out coached. Like, I understand like a lot falls on the players too, and like Patty can't you know force things and that type of stuff. But like. They're not, you've they're never not struggled against – you've never struggled against cover two before, and now you are? Like, why? Yeah. How? This is stupid. Yeah. So, yeah, it's tough. Um, I do love – I'm going to say I don't love the Chiefs losing because I don't like you being upset because you're my friend and mm-hmm. I like you being a positive person. But I mm-hmm. do love – the just like it's just like everybody's like jumped on it like on twitter and stuff not even the not even the chiefs losing the the jackson mahomes hate it has gotten it's gotten wild <laughs> it's on the interwebs and i love every second of it <laughs> like i really do because i just because i also think he's obnoxious um but like he's just I, not I a good dancer like he's not if he's that's not. gonna be your tiktok thing be a better dancer yeah, I've met he's Jackson. Dead. He's great. He's very nice, very personable. Not a dancer. Not a dancer. The the best was the other one when they were at dinner the other day. I'm sure you saw that one. This figure. Oh, did I? Where obviously Brittany wants to get her butt in the uh in the camera, and you just see Pat just sitting on the at the dinner table, just like on his phone, just like yeah. 
what's happening right now? I wonder <laughs> how I, recent of a video that is. Cause I don't feel like it's a recent one. It might not be honestly. And yeah. I don't, what I don't, I, I mean, I look at TikToks. I don't have a TikTok account. So like, I don't even like, couldn't even go like, look, yeah. You know? So anyways, I, I, I just love like, and that's what happens always, right? Like when there's a team that is dominating and then they start to, you know, struggle in any sense, everybody jumps on anything they can. They're like, it doesn't even have to be football related. Like in this case, like it's just yeah. like, you know, so, um, yeah, love it. Anyways, I think it's just funny. Um, all right. Last thing about the chiefs and then I'll be done. I promise. You don't truly believe they're the 13th best team in the NFL, right? So I, yeah, cause you're going off my power rankings and Correct. my friends roasted me for this as well. And my thing was first off that video from Jackson Mahomes, I went viral. That was from June. That's when that okay. came out. So, okay. but the reasoning that I have them at 13 is because one, I have rules where if you're on a buy, you don't go up or down. you do. And you the do, Vikings which I think were, you, sorry, I think you need to change that rule because, like, example, like you had the Dolphins passing the Jaguars, where I'm like, literally the last game the Jaguars played was beating the Dolphins. Yeah. And <laughs> you like know? the other thing that I look at too is I know everyone's like, well, this team just beat that team. And at some point through the year, everyone's going to have have beaten somebody else and vice versa. Totally, and so totally it, agree. I, yeah. I don't and it just, it gets that, to, like, from, go ahead. Sorry. I'm cutting you off. Go ahead. No, you're go good. Ahead. You're good. It's, it gets to a point where it's like, at some point you got to look at like, what were they then? What's the strength of schedule been since that game? Because like the chiefs, I mean, they've played the bills. They've played uh, the Titans, you know, the chargers and they've lost those games. They lost to the Ravens and then the, the, the Browns and they beat them. So it's like, Oh, if that's the thing, then I got to switch the chiefs and the Browns. And it's just the Vikings. Should they be above the chiefs? 100%. But should the saints? No. Should the Steelers? No. Should the Colts, Patriots, Panthers, Giants, Seahawks, 49ers? No, none of those teams should be above them. Do the records show differently on some of those teams? Absolutely. But I think we can also all agree and look at these teams and go, they're not better than the Chiefs. The Chiefs are losing games against good quality teams, but they're also doing so in a way of they just keep turning the football over. And at some point, that's going to stop. At some point, they're going to figure it out, and they're not going to make mistakes, and they're going to start rolling, and everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, the Kansas City Chiefs are back. And it was like they never really left. They just couldn't keep a hold of the ball. And that is an issue. Some teams just have that. And this isn't me trying to be like a Chiefs homer in defending that. I feel like we can all look at this team and agree with that statement. But if I were to make any changes at all, it would be the Vikings would be in front of the Chiefs. So the Chiefs would be at 14 instead of 13. But because I have the buy rule, I don't want to just all of a sudden change that in the middle of the season just to alter one team or another. So that's kind of why. That's fair. Um, I actually could – and I know they looked bad on Monday night. I could argue the Saints are better than the – the chiefs i'm sure you could <laughs> I, I mean if they're that saints defense is a hell of a lot better than the titans defense and what they just did yeah and the saints are a very very good running team and but they're like, also playing geno smith like they didn't get russell wilson Sure. I mean, in that one case, right? Like yeah. you just said that you don't want to go off of one game. Like you're bringing up just that, that one game. Well, I know, but you said the defense for the saints looked a lot better on Monday night. Like, no, I'm just, no, I, no, I'm just saying just in general, I think they have, I mean, yeah, I think they have been good. 100%. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, what they so, were able to do to the Packers week one was a huge, you know, eye-opening experience for everybody in the NFL. Yeah, totally. Anyways, it doesn't really matter. I'm just saying, I think I could, I agree. Like when I was looking at it, I'm like, man, Chiefs should not be that high. When I was looking down and I understood you're no buy thing or the buy doesn't move the team. Like it, it does make it more difficult, but I, in my head, I actually did say like, okay, Vikings and Saints. Like those are the two teams that should be ahead of the yeah. Chiefs in power rankings, in my opinion. Again, though, do I have room to talk? I'm not the one fucking putting out this thing and letting everybody <laughs> roast me. So I'm the one that doesn't say anything. So um, it is you know, what it is. Th- there's it's that part as of well. it. It's part of it. And yeah. So anyways, sorry, we're running way behind. We've got us. <laughs> so these next couple games are going to be quick, especially this one. Bengals, Jets, 10 and a half. Bengals. Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> See you, Jets. Like, you stink. You just traded yes. for Joe Flacco. Get out of town. Yes, exactly. Jaguars at Seahawks. Seahawks. I'm taking I'm taking Jacksonville. You should, because I did not feel comfortable taking Seattle there at all. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. another one of those like, like ah. yeah, exactly. Uh, honestly, I'm hoping this game eventually gets to three and a half. Um, is like my dream for betting. Cause I I could see the Saints or the Saints, I could see the Seahawks winning by three, but like at three, I mean you're getting a win. I mean, unless you play the bets that are ties or wins so then you mm-hmm. could do a plus three there so anyways i'm taking jacksonville there um super excited for that game um patriots at chargers this game is going to be awesome patriots you know obviously looked super good against the jets last week um had you know a crazy game against the uh cowboys the week before they're basically winning their games against rookie quarterbacks losing it against everybody else um chargers coming off of a bye getting healthy. They got banged up right before that uh, Ravens blowout loss that they had. So I think it was a good timing there. Um, and give me Justin Herbert and the chargers here. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing. I think it's going to be one of those deals where the chargers are a little bit embarrassed and they had to take a week off too, because it was like, man, we just got our asses kicked. Now we got to give a little bit of time to let that soak in the Patriots. Like you said, they looked good against the jets. It's the freaking jets. And their starting quarterback went down with an injury about midway through that game. So I'm going to take the Chargers here favored by six. Next up, though, the Washington football team traveling to Denver, where Denver is favored by three. I'm actually going to take Washington in that game. I think Tyler Heineke is pushing the ball down the field just enough and being, you know, just ballsy enough to where this Denver defense isn't going to be able to get to him. And I like it. And I think this is a game where the Broncos offense is just not able to get the ball anywhere because this defense for Washington is going to wake up. Um, I'm taking Denver. Jerry Judy's back, and um, he, if you watched him week one, he looked like the best player on the field. Man, he had six or seven catches for like 80 yards, and it wasn't even halfway through the third quarter when he got hurt. Um, yep. And it is not like he's been – he's just coming back. Like He's been practicing for weeks. Like, he's been back. So, like, I think this is going to be awesome. I think this team is going to – this offense is going to take off. I'm just waiting for them to to finally just be like, yeah, Javante Williams, we traded up for him in the second round and he's literally the best running back on this team. We, maybe we should just let him play more. I'm waiting for that. Like that's old school coaching. Called it. So I don't know what that means. Called that he was going to be good in Denver. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, sorry. I didn't know actually if you were referring to something or not. So, um, and you were, you're, you're self calling it that he was going to be good in Denver. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, give me them all day. Um, I think that the Broncos' defense slows down Washington's offense. Bucks at Saints. Bucks are five-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, a lot of places it's five. Um, 
give me the bucks. I mean, I talked about this a ton on my last episode, the last episode, so I'm not really going dive, to dive into it. The bucks are just looking so good. The yep. Saints, I just don't know if they can keep up offensively. Their defense, I think, is going to slow down the Bucks' offense a little bit. So I think that is a worry there. Um, but I think that the Bucks' defense might be able to generate some points themselves. Yeah, and I'm right there with you. I think the Bucks are rolling right now. If the Saints still had Drew Brees, I would hiccup for a little bit because of you know just how easily the Saints dominated them last year. But right now, it's just too easy. It's too hard not to take Tampa. They're playing exceptional. This next game, though, the Dallas Cowboys traveling to Minnesota, traveling to Minnesota to face the Vikings, where Dallas is favored by two and a half. I am going to take Dallas. My only concern is we'll really get to see how good this defense is against the run because the Vikings, that's what they do so well. We know that's their bread and butter, and it can or will Dallas get bit or hurt defeated off that play action from the Vikings because Kirk Cousins is really good at that as well. But right now with the way the Cowboys are playing and the weapons they have everywhere, it's hard not to take them right now. Yeah, give me Dallas in this game. I love that both teams are coming off a bye and then it's a primetime game. I think that's awesome. I think it's, it is a recipe for some good football. Um, you have two teams with great receivers, great running backs, um, both of the defenses that have looked better than everybody originally thought. Um, going into the season. So, but I, I actually think this is a very high scoring game. Um, I'm taking Dallas at two and a half and I probably would take the over of, I don't even know what the over is um, as long as it's not crazy. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it's like 52, 53 would be my guess somewhere in that area. Um, give me Dallas and give me the over in that for sure. Um, heading into Monday night, your team, Kansas city chiefs against yes, the New York giants and chiefs are 10 point favorites. 10 that's crazy talk considering what just happened last week it really really is and yet i'm going to take kansas city you and me both this this new york giants team is just beat up i don't like just not good i know kansas city hasn't been playing good we've talked about that several times this episode but like the giants nobody can stay healthy the one thing i do worry about is if saquon barkley comes back healthy this week and does play He's going to be a beast, and he is going to tear up that Kansas City Chiefs defense. And Kadarius Tony is another guy who I think can have a big a big game, but I will say Nick Bolton and Willie Gay, they're really coming into their own. They're the two young linebackers, uh, second-year linebacker and Willie Gay, and then rookie linebacker Nick Bolton. Um, played well last week. I know that's it's probably hard to hear that and be like, they just got absolutely – killed by Derek Henry and the Titans but those were the two guys that came up and made plays when needed Nick Bolton was not scared to tackle Henry and Willie Gay had the interception in that second half and if we're looking at this game I think Kansas City runs away with it they're embarrassed they're at home it's a prime time game they're probably going to wear their red on red jerseys and it's just going to be a bloodbath honestly yeah uh, and they're going to start November off very strong um technically it's still October it's Halloween when they play. Oh, wait, no, they're Monday night. Sorry, you're right. You're right. My bad. Look at you. Look at you. I don't I don't know calendar dates. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I was happened. like, damn, I don't how, I thought it was November. How does how does how does a year work? I don't understand. Um, but I also was gonna say I think Kadarius Tony has a huge game as well. I think like I think he's like the poster boy of like guys that can shred the Chiefs defense given. Maybe that's a lot of people this year because this Chiefs defense isn't very good. But like the way he plays, I, I could see him just having a monster game. So yeah. um, then we got the Ravens and the Raiders on bye this week. So after last week having 
eight teams, six teams on by, something like that. A lot of good teams on by, I guess I should just say. We only have two teams this year. Two good teams, though. Um, or this week, I should say. I said year. Um, back to Sunday night. Player prop bets. Dak, 267 passing yards. Over or under? Way over. Um, I actually don't think it's that far. I'm going to go the over, but I actually don't think it's that far over the over. Um, I think that they run the ball enough that Dak, Dak is going to be one of those guys that only gets that, that 280 most games um, yeah. just because they run it so much. Um, Zeke, 81 rushing yards. Over. I also am going the over. Um, CeeDee Lamb, 65 receiving yards. Over. I also am going the over. Okay, Son I'll do the. Bitch. I'll do these ones first. Um, Kirk Cousins, two hundred ninety-five re- passing yards. I'm going to go the under. Same. Uh, Dalvin Cook, ninety-one rushing yards. I'm going to go. Ugh, I kind of think he has more receiving yards, but if I did that, I should have gone the over on Cousins. I'm going to go over. <coughs> Taking the over on the next two. Uh, okay. No, under on the last one, excuse me. Okay, so you're going under on Jefferson 90 yards. I'm going to go the over on that one. So we do have one difference there. So there Look we go. Look at us. Look at us. So, I mean, you need that one game. So you can tie me up on the player prop bets. We're still super close on that one. 24 and 18 for you, 25 and 17 for me. So honestly, both very, very good. We actually have really good records on both. So like player prop bets, that's pretty impressive. And then overall against the spread still impressive numbers you're 58 and 49 like being nine over right now is like super impressive and then i'm 64 and 43 so um i've caught i've gained some traction on the last couple of weeks but we've seen we've seen weeks where i've gone like four and 12 and you've gone you know whatever 12 and yeah. four and i yeah. it can it can turn around in a hurry there but both of those records honestly are pretty impressive yeah i'm gonna toot our own horn here but yeah i, I like it Look at us. It's like we know what we're talking about. Sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> not, but sometimes we do. It's like so. we're good at talking football. It's whatever. <clears throat> yeah, it's whatever. It's whatever. Um, okay, so before we sign off here, because I know you have to go to work, um, what are you doing for Halloween, bud? I have no idea yet, to be honest. Sunday? Yep. No idea. Nice. Nice. What about you? Nothing. Um so Saturdays when everybody goes trick or treating here, so we'll do a bunch of trick or treating with the kid. The Utes game is at eight p.m. We thought about selling our tickets. I still think we're going to just because it's so hard to like get trick or treating done and get up there in time. Like I felt like I'd be, I'd miss like easily the first quarter, possibly even the first half by the time I parked and got to the stadium. Um, so I don't know. We're still undecided there, but. Yeah, watch Utes, watch Jags. I mean, I'm just excited for NFL football this week. Last week was kind of like a meh schedule. Like it, it really, really was. was. The NFL has like two of those a year, I feel like. Like every like six or seven weeks, they're just like, yeah, we got to just do this. But like, let's just get it all over within one week. <laughs> yeah. um, um, I think this week's I think this week's better. I mean, it starts with tonight's game. I'm I'm excited for Steelers Browns. I'm ex- obviously I'm excited for the Jags game. Most people aren't, but like the Patriots Chargers game, I think is gonna be good. Bucks Saints Vikings Cowboys. I mean, Titans Colts should be pretty good. I mean, there's some. I mean, Bills and Dolphins will just be exciting if anything. Um, yeah, I think there's I think there's some good games. And then yeah, it's sorry, it's go gonna be an interesting week. Sorry, I cut you off there. You're all right. You're all right. So anyways, all right, peeps. 
almost sounded like I said R.I.P., but I just said you all did. right, peeps. Yeah, you're in the Halloween. Weird. You're in the Halloween spirit. Yeah, it's that spooky season, you know. Yes, so. sir. All right. Okay. Well, that does it for us, everybody. We appreciate y'all. And today we've been talking football.